and welcome to Hawk Talk. It's my Hawk's Geek Culture Podcast where we talk about geek stuff, nerdy stuff, and all sorts of awesome. My name is Danny Shepard, and joining me as always is my lovable band of goons, starting with <laughs> Noel Shefflin. Who it is, I me? Jeremy Lee. Da Young. And Tony Smith. What it do, baby boo? And coming back is Angela DeMonico at Lady Doomboss herself. Sai Nina Kinda Doty Chody. Baby Kinda Dota Chody. If you guys like the show and you want to see us make more shows like this and <laughs> other shows that we are currently working cool. on, <laughs> lots of them, uh, support us over on Patreon. And uh, yeah, it uh, goes a long way. If you got a couple extra bucks to spend, helps us out a lot. Uh, the whole adpocalypse, we're being affected by it too. Uh, <laughs> so uh, let's just jump right into it today. Let's dive so right into it. We. Uh, so there's a lot of news going on right now. A lot of stuff. A lot of crazy stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Stuff and things. What? What's happening? You didn't hear about the Han Solo movie? Oh, oh yeah. God. That, whoa. <laughs> that is not. I mean, good. Yeesh. yeah. That movie has seen better days. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if it has. No, that's the thing. We don't even know if it has. We. It's yet to even be brought into this world and it's even, already not yeah. working. I haven't so, even seen a trailer and I'm already scared. <laughs> so share with me what you shared. No, share with the group what you shared with me earlier, Danny, because I, I didn't even know this until today, so I don't know if it was like super new. I'm actually, news. I'm pulling up the article so I can actually quote it. Gotcha. Uh, for reference. For reference. So uh, I guess if you guys haven't heard, the directors of the Han Solo movie have left. No, no, no. They got fired. They got fired. They just leave. Wait, they got so fired. Wait, was it fired or left? <laughs> they got fired. Dang. Yeah. Dang. Wasn't it like creative differences? Creative differences? That's what they Always. say. That's what they creative say. Um, so I heard about this the other day, just in passing. Someone was like, hey, did you hear the Han Solo directors got fired? And I was like, wait, what? what? <laughs> wait, what? They, wait, wait, they wait, got hold fired? Hold <laughs> Are they done shooting? Nope. No, they're not <laughs> done shooting. Couple weeks out. <laughs> and couple weeks out from finishing. Couple couple oh weeks God. from finishing or couple weeks they just started couple weeks. Couple, couple weeks. weeks until they're finished. Oh, mm-hmm. well, until they're finished shooting. It's, no, I mean, no, that's it's, it's still pretty bad, but it's not as bad like it could be worse. I mean, how? I don't know, man. I I think it's worse if you get fired like towards the end of the shoot day cuz now you have all this work and you're not attached to it For anymore. Nothing. Now I have yeah. to fucking try and figure everything else out. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Filming is almost completed and then they hire a completely new director to finish the rest. Yeah. yeah. They like, take what? all the stuff that they didn't make and have to make a film out of it. <laughs> oh, boy. So what else? Because Danny? also oh. another piece of detail. They also fired the editor. Oh, right? yeah. We were talking about that earlier even, today. Even yeah. better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, lordy. Uh, yeah, I, so I can, I can see more and more why Harrison Ford was like, just kill me off. Just, just kill me <laughs> off. I'm done. <laughs> new details emerge, and this is from the Hollywood Reporter. New details emerge from the set of a trub of the troubled Han Solo movie. An editor fired, a last minute acting coach hired, as insiders debate whether problems traced to to directors Phil Lord and Chris Miller, or if Disney and Lucasfilm. Uh, Excuse me. Or the, if the Disney and Lucasfilm series can accommodate divergent styles. Mm. So a, a last minute acting coach. A last minute acting coach. So apparently <laughs> that's a little concerning as well. <laughs> apparently Whoa. they were on set uh, in the Millennium Falcon. Didn't start shooting until one p.m. It doesn't even specify when they were when they started shooting. So that's a bit vague. But it says that uh, 
that they only shot uh, three different setups. So for those who don't know, that's uh, that's like not a lot. Basically, three different setups for the camera, three different areas of positions yeah, the camera is put in. That's usually like. You're just jumping in for the day. Mm-hmm. It's still fresh. Yeah, you put the camera here. Everyone you get still a has shot. their cup of coffee. That's how early it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> put the camera over to the left. Get the reverse, and then there you go. That's three. They were expected to be doing twelve or fifteen, apparently, according to uh, mm. as opposed to uh, as opposed to the twelve to fifteen that Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy had expected them to be shooting. So. I guess this isn't the first time that they have uh, they have gotten into a bit of a tussle. Wow, that's a great word. That's another great a word. Tussle, <laughs> tussle okay. with specifically Hashtag. Kathleen Kennedy. Hashtag this, tussle. This keeps happening with yeah. these movies. Like it happened with Rogue One. It's happening mm-hmm. with this one. Like it's a little. But Rogue bit... One ended up good. Yeah. True. True. Although I would, I'm really interested to see what edit they did not like that yeah. super violent one that they didn't but want to get released. Like, I, I don't would know. Love to see that. The the moment you mentioned the three setups and then uh, they were expecting twelve sounds. I don't know if it's the way it's it's worded or if it's implying that the directors weren't trying to stay on schedule. Like, I'd be pissed too if I was a producer of a multi-million dollar movie and you're supposed to do 12 setups that day and you only gotten three so True. far. Yeah. That's a lot of money And then shoot till like 1 p.m. Ooh, jeez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need 12 setups. At least you said 12 to 15, man. You got to start. You got to That's an early up, day, Yeah, folks. you got to get up early, man. That's... <laughs> Very Man. true. Well, I mean, I hate to say it, but like it's kind of happened to us before. But like that's the thing. It's like we don't know what happened. We mm-hmm. don't know all of the details here. Like, what if they yeah. had some kind of costume mishap, which never happens to us? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't that's know anything about thing. costume mishaps. What are those? Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> but I mean, that's that's the thing. If it happened once, then yeah, that's it's cool. It sucks, but we'll figure it out. We'll reschedule whatever, and then move on. Because a movie this big generally has at least a hundred production days, mm-hmm. so if you're already two weeks out from finishing production and you got fired because of that, you know there's a lot more leading up to it. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like stack the chips till they fall type of situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the straw that finally broke the camel's back. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Wonder what it was. Yeah, there's. I'm just like reviewing the article again just to kind of. Oh, okay. Just remind myself of what I had read. And, uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff here. We should just post the link so people can check it out on their own. It's pretty it's pretty intense. Like, uh, I mean, it's very, very interesting that the dirty laundry from this shoot is just being aired out in the open like this. Like, this is really yeah. crazy stuff. I don't, uh, I don't company, remember this happening ever. Yeah, it from, hasn't. Like, as, as long as I've, like... Can remember? I've n- I don't remember a movie firing its its directors before the direct like that. That's all. Wow. I can't, that's crazy to me. It like, says it that Kathleen- happens right before the movie is made, and then the movie doesn't get made for a year. Yeah, <laughs> they're saying that Kathleen Kennedy was uh, like, from what it looks like, she was trying to mm-hmm. reach a compromise. But uh, another, and I quote, uh, they had. Where is it? Dang, I just scrolled past it. Uh, uh, so, and I quote, this comes from, who, who does this come from? Deep, fundamental, philosophical differences in filmmaking styles, says an inside source. And the directors felt they were being given zero creative freedom 
They also felt they were being asked to operate under extreme scheduling constraints and were never given enough days for each scene from the very beginning, end quote. Whoa. So, wow. So, uh, but it also says that uh, that Disney, Kathleen Kennedy, and uh, so... Yeah, no, Kennedy with the uh, like the backing of the stu- Disney studio chief, mm-hmm. uh, Alan Alan Horn, excuse me, uh, agreed to let them go. Wow! And I guess there was a meeting that was happening, and um, and there was a standing ovation, like room full of applause, when they said that. I guess they said that uh, that the two directors were being let go. And it was like a really somber meeting, and then everybody applauds when they found out they were getting another director. Who that other director was announced to be Ron Howard. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Ron Howard's coming in to finish the movie. Hmm. So there's a lot here. You guys definitely check yeah. this out and I'm read it for yourself. Yeah, I want to read it because I feel like I don't have much to say. Because I'm just like, yeah, I didn't I just, know any of this. I feel bad for everyone <laughs> oh involved. God. Yeah, it yeah, sucks. this sounds awful. Yeah, I wonder. I can, well, I can understand that kind of fundamental differences in style of shooting. Totally. Because. Mm-hmm takes a different kind of style of shooting to keep up with the huge Hollywood studio production mm-hmm. schedule. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. And it's not for everyone. Mm. Definitely different styles of shooting. Totally. Totally right. Let me ask you guys this. You know, uh, this isn't the first time we've heard of this happening. This isn't the first time we've heard of this happening at Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is the first time, at least for me, I've heard of it, of something like this happening because of scheduling. I mean, it sounded it's... like creative differences were the were the yeah, they, catalyst they to this, and scheduling was just happened to be one of the things. Happened to be one of the things. I mean, that's what it seemed like to me. Like scheduling was on there. That was definitely something that probably pissed Disney off. But uh, this seemed—I don't know. This seemed very human to me. It seemed like this was a very human reaction, almost kind of like them. To me, to me, it sounds like a directors that have been feeling like they've been mistreated. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to get back at the studio, yeah. like trying to waste money. On, I ha- I hate to say on purpose, but almost kind of like no, I'm going to take my time today because this happened. Almost mm-hmm. like because it sounds like a, a human reaction to um, not feeling um, appreciated, a, not just appreciated, not being fulfilled, not feeling fulfilled. Heard? Yeah, not being yeah. able to express themselves. Exactly, they're not, they're not feeling fulfilled here. So it's almost like you have to look at it in like a psychological way that parents look at kids mm-hmm. why is this kid acting out they don't feel fulfilled they feel like they're not mm-hmm. something's not satisfying them right now mm-hmm. so it's like they're trying to get back that's what it sounds like to me and at the and it was almost like what angie said earlier like oh it's like the the, the straw that broke the camel's back mm-hmm. so to speak and <laughs> they're the core the studio is just waiting like don't do it <laughs> don't you do it no nope. don't do it because we will fire you and that's you think exactly we're playing? what happened I don't, care how far, I don't care how far into the movie oh we are in God. filming i will fire you yeah that's oh what it's God. that's that's kind of like what it sounds to me it's almost like it's like when you get that warning like you know from the leadership and they're like hey yo don't do that again okay <laughs> we're good don't do it again so do Love you, you hopefully they're gonna i'm assuming they're gonna push the release date back is the article say anything about that or no uh i didn't see anything like that but i could have just missed it. Um, I wonder if they're going to do that or if they're expediting all of this so quickly so that they can meet the release date. I I would be very, very uncomfortable 
if I was working on this project. I mean, oh, they were yeah. Really from, quick to bring in Ron Howard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, it seems like they were talking about it ahead of time, oh, and yeah. then they just... That's, was, that's why it's, like, too, like, that's yeah. one of the reasons for I like for me thinking oh mm-hmm. they were waiting like they were waiting for these guys to do something they're else already planning or or for something else to happen and they were just like hey look just based off of the experiences that everybody had it's probably best that we just part ways mm-hmm. and we bring someone else on because you, it's like it's not is Ron just anyone Howard. yeah it's Ron Howard you guys like it's Ron Howard yeah. Ron Howard is just, just waiting for someone to be like hey yo yeah. these guys uh we hey, fired you guys them. wanted up yeah. and coming here <laughs> you got you got your chance you're fucking it up Sorry, here's Ron Howard. Yeah. Well, it seems like they hired directors who may not have been super experienced in this world, mm-hmm. who maybe were used to having a bit more creative freedom, and they then you enter the Disney machine, mm-hmm. and yeah. Disney wants to put out what Disney wants to put out. Yeah, this juggernaut. And, uh, yeah, and like that's kind of the that's kind of the industry, you know. It's like these powerhouses want to. Uh, control the message that are, that is being sent in their films, and that seems like from reading the article, it seems like these are these directors. Like apparently, they were shouting out lines to the actors, saying like, "How about like something like this?" and changing the script up. And uh, and the screenwriter was not stoked. Damn. Not stoked. So apparently, like they they have a very controlled. It it sounds like. There's a very controlled vision, Mm -hmm. which I mean, like, you know, when you're working on your own productions and you're being, you know, you're just trying to be creative and you're in the moment trying to figure something out. Yeah. Like, just trying different things. Trying different things, seeing what works. But even for me, I don't know if I (laughs) I have the balls to try that. I would not have the balls to do that. Not on a Disney set. Like, you can improvise. Yeah, dude. We've we've worked with other writers before, and we're like, Danny was directing. He's like, we are sticking to this. This is what we are doing yeah. because... And if you want to yes. try something different, yeah, it's cool. Turn around and ask or like, you know... Yeah. Mm-hmm. But on like, our get, sets, it's like we like we, to we, let the actors... Yeah. And it's always a compromise and there's always some way to figure things out. But on a Disney set... It's different. Man. In a yeah. well-oiled machine, part of a huge multi-billion dollar franchise that needs to be a certain way... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this is this it's a is little a, risky. This is a studio that has like their movies for the next five years already planned out. Mm-hmm. Like, there's really not a whole lot of room to just like be imaginative and try something new. Like, they least, already know what they want. At least not on set. Maybe in maybe like in the writing room. Like, okay, yeah. let's try to reevaluate this going back. Maybe you have to or do even some kind just of just trying things stylistically, not changing the dialogue. <laughs> One of the things that I learned, or at least I heard a lot in film school, or is that when you're in screenwriting or you're on set, the writer writes dialogue a certain way for mm. a reason. Yeah. Even if you don't see it at the moment, there's always it's always written for a reason. So when you're changing it, you're changing it. You're changing the intention of the writer. Mm-hmm. There are certain lines that even in our our shorts and videos and and stuff we worked on, we like. I like to let the actors kind of just go in and try different things and like throw stuff out and see what works. But there's certain lines that I'm just like, you can't, you got to say it just like this mm-hmm. because there's a reason it's there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a cue. It's what they call cue. Yeah, like it, what's, what's your cue in this scene? Yeah. And uh, David O. Russell is one of those directors who's like, you read one of his scripts, you saw his movie because yep. it is verbatim. <laughs> yeah. Really close. Mm-hmm. 
Like really damn close. Tarantino too. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God, isn't David O. Russell the guy that like will like stare at you? While you're reading a line, like wasn't he's the like, guy who got punched in the face by George, George Clooney. Clooney? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So he yeah, was Danny the one Ocean that knocked him out. Jeez. Yeah. So there was this the scene in uh, Silver Lining Play Silver Linings Playbook mm-hmm. where they're in the diner. Apparently, David O. Russell for Jennifer Lawrence because Jennifer likes to improv. I guess yeah. she kind of likes to go with it, and she's very good at just she's um, an entertainer actress. She entertains. Um, cause she's, um, isn't, I think she's theater trained. So she was trying to improv this scene. It's that one where she like freaks out and she like does that fake laugh and like walks out. Um, which by the way, she won an Academy award for, mm-hmm. uh, David, I guess to a point where she was deviating from the script so much that he said, no, you need to say it like this. And he sat like, and he laid next to her in the booth hmm. and Jeez. like, Damn, dude. <laughs> wow. Talk about micromanaging. Nope, no, no, no. Jesus. It's like you tapped her leg. No. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> that How really stressful. happened. Yeah, that's 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 a rumor that I've I've heard that he he like laid in the like Dang. he was sitting. I mean, that like, sounds like something he would do. Yeah. Absolutely does. Jeez. Yeah. Fucking crazy. He is he's he is an intense man, yeah. they say. Hey man. I think, yeah, that's cool, I guess. It's your project, so hey, do Speaking you Speaking of directors. Before we move on from this topic, I'm really curious to see how this directing credit is going to end up with this Han Solo movie. Because <sighs> that really depends on how much they shot. Because if they're like, they're Three like fourths, four apparently. months. Yeah, but you were saying that apparently they only got so many shots instead of these shots. So I can only imagine how behind they were because of that. But still, if they're like several months into filming. What do you oh like? Are you gonna scrap the whole movie? Are you gonna? Oh it's God. gonna be directed by three different people. Like, yeah. I mean, oh. I mean, like, if they're in front of a green screen, you just need to get the actors in a room. And it seemed like Ron Howard comes in, reshoots everything. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine they're going to reshoot. Garbage. Damn. Yeah, well, no, they're going to reshoot a, a good They're going to, yeah. They fired the editor, too. I mean, that's pretty That's pretty hardcore. It's like, all right, you guys are cleaning house. Yeah. Uh, My question yeah. is, guys, if, like, what do you do? Like, what do you, do you give them credit like I don't yeah you give them credit yeah. they directed three-fourths of the movie they got it started Ron Howard's picking up the pieces so you and go he should be credited as well co-director like, for Ron Howard and there was directed by them that's uh, that's exactly really by on how the movie ends up like yeah Jeez. what what shots they use how they use them God, yeah because you have a guy who was literally in you have two guys who were there for pre-production and three-fourths of production. Well, they're probably going to shoot about probably half of what they shot, right? So then you have Ron Howard coming in for all of post and then half of production. So technically, you could argue that by the end of the day, these guys would have shot half of the movie, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, that's a... Depending on how much is left, yeah. Mm-hmm. How much there is still to do. God. <laughs> I mean, the work is work. Ugh. Yeah. So I imagine in the credits... It'll just be listing three names. Mm-hmm. Directed by, or would they go directed by this? these two, co-directed by Ron Howard? No, I think no, it'd be there's no by. co-directing. Yeah. yeah. That co-directing, is- co-directing is if they're on set at the same time. Mm. So no, yeah. Yeah, you're right. So if a production so Phil- lists out directed by and then lists out the different names, mm-hmm. sometimes with an ampersand in the middle, because ampersand kind of implies that, oh, these people... They did that work, but separately. Okay. So it'll be that's it'll tricky. Be name and name ampersand Ron Howard. That's what I'm thinking. 
Word. Something like that. Yeah. That's crazy, man. This entire thing is like is nuts. And it seems like Kathleen Kennedy and Disney were, were trying to work it out, but they just had just fundamentally different views of how this thing yeah. should turn out. And that's like, that's crazy, man. I hope that this movie... I hope it's good. Yeah, yeah I hope they can they can Rogue One it. God, and, they were doing make, so well with the casting and, God, just releasing the information about it. And then yeah, it's just, just like... like <laughs> 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 hey, uh, so we fired these guys. So, yeah. <laughs> so... Here's what happened. There you go. <laughs> Jeez, oh, man. Boy. What, that's awkward. Yeah. I feel so, bad for whoever's going to go in and edit that. <laughs> yeah, something that you're so impartial to, just all of this just footage that was <laughs> you, intended to be used by people that aren't around anymore. You're just uh-huh. like, how do I use yeah, this? Yeah, what was I what was I supposed to do? <laughs> uh, how did you want this? Oh, man. Yeah. I just uh I forgot to mention this. So when we were talking about the screen the the writing credit mm-hmm. so i guess uh i guess lawrence kasdan was like they need to say it word for word right so so what i didn't mention is that uh the two directors would have the actors say it exactly how mm-hmm. it's written and then they would take a different take and let the actors improv and they said that it, i guess the improvisational style was for uh, to benefit like comedy and to bring out the actor's best performance, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's probably what slowed down production is that right. you're doing all these additional takes when you probably didn't need to. So yeah. interesting, man. Hmm. Very interesting. We'll that's see yeah. What I don't. Yeah. This hurts my head. I don't even uh. know like who's in the right and who's in the wrong. It really just seems like a difference of opinion more than anything. Yeah. 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 I'm sure it's probably really hard to explain if you're not in the situation. You know, it's like, like if, if you weren't there. Yeah, if yeah. like you weren't there and you weren't the one, if you're not the one experiencing it on the inside, then it's probably really hard to explain like without sounding really general. Like yeah. it really is just we have different opinions and we need to move separately. That's probably what Hopefully, that's what it is. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of like PR plays into it too, where like no one's gonna really probably say what it truly was. Like, they're, oh, creative yeah, differences, they just won't. leave it at that. Like, well, now they're saying exactly what it was in this article, they are not sugarcoating because and it looks like sources are backing both sides. So, like, there are people who on both sides of the argument who are speaking pretty objectively here. Hmm. Damn, I'd have yeah. to read the article. Very interesting, definitely check that out, guys. Uh, any final notes on is that, that? Is that link going to be like in the description? Or? Yes. Okay. Jeremy, I will text it to you. Throw it in the description. Mm-hmm. Um, Beans. So on a lighter note, uh, so we had a conversation recently and we were talking about what our like top fives of certain films and uh, are in the or uh, certain genres in the in the film, I guess. And the pantheon of films in, in that exist. I am so like God. out of it, dude. I'm still like dude, recovering here, from this you trip. Want some of this? Uh, no, it's I already from the, it's from the the gods. And uh, that's not true. No it peed is. in it. It's literally from my Keurig machine. <laughs> no, it isn't, man. I am a god. It's from the gods of the go- coffee, the coffee, the gods, the Keurig yeah. gods, the godfies. <laughs> Akira Keurig sour. Okay, so let's uh, let's uh, so. We uh, we wanted to go through our top list of favorite sci-fi movies, top five, top comedy five, five. movies, 
action movies, animated movies. <laughs> Hell yeah. And our favorite, top five favorite actresses and actors. Now, these aren't who we think are... The best. Like, yeah, these... Uh, we don't believe that these are the best in existence. We, these are just our favorites, <laughs> our go-tos, uh, the movies that we really enjoy. Yeah. Watching so, uh, our personal faves. Yeah, what, what should we start with? Sci-fi. Um, yeah, let's start with sci-fi. Wanna Did start... everyone write a list, or is it just me? We all I... wrote lists. Okay, good. Everybody I suck better at use favorites. that note section in good. our way. Yeah, we couldn't do this. People always ask our top five whatever list, <laughs> and <laughs> you know, it, it, like it takes a lot of thought. And I know mine's gonna change. Yeah, I, I'm always one of those people that like you ask me what my favorite thing was, and then I I tell you, and then like ten minutes later, I'm like. Damn it! No, it was this other thing that I totally forgot till just now, and I yeah. and I always beat myself up. So <laughs> it was a good thing I wrote a list because I was like, okay, now I can't forget. But knowing mm-hmm. me, I'll probably still forget something. So Totes. whatever. <laughs> Why don't you start us off, Mister Lee? Me. Oh, me. Hmm. So should we read off all the movies first and then kind of just talk about it? Yeah. Or just okay. Sure. Cool. cool. So my top five sci-fi movies. Um, no particular order. They're just yeah. In the, yeah. Same goes for me. Yeah. So, Interstellar, Star Wars Episode Four, Terminator Two, uh, Sunshine, and The Matrix. Oh, nice. really quick. I'm sorry. Uh, just to preface the rules that we gave each oh, other. Right, right, right. Uh, we specifically made a, a rule where we can only pick one movie from each franchise. So, like, if it's Lord of the Rings, you can only pick one Lord of the Rings film. And that way, because... We would end up just filling up our entire thing with like Star Wars. sequels and stuff. So, <laughs> my whole list would be Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of sequels where I was like, mm, I'm gonna have to choose my favorite right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so Sunshine, so, Interstellar, Interstellar, Episode Four. Yep. Terminator Two, and The Matrix. Nice. We have nice. a little crossover. Yeah, Terminator Two is on mine. I like to cross over these universes. Over, guys. Yeah. Okay. So. Oh. So I list them all, and then I talk about it, and then we all yeah. Do so you want to like yeah okay. talk about why you made those decisions? Okay. So each one of these movies I pick just because it's influenced or changed my way of thinking of that genre. Mm-hmm. Nice. So that's how I thought of how to pick a movie for this list. Sunshine specifically, just because it was so tense. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. a different kind of sci-fi. Yeah, it's we, like straight oh. up thriller horror sci-fi and the atmosphere building in it is so good and the reason it's on the sci-fi list is because and not on like i didn't consider it action or whatever just sci-fi in general is because of the way that they portrayed their mission or like the science in their universe yes like it makes sense it's grand and it's crazy but it still kind of makes sense if Mm -hmm. It's hella science fiction. Yeah. Dude, it's yeah. all space oriented. It's, yeah, it's hella science yeah. fiction. Yeah. So I could have put that in like top five. No, that's not a good example. For, uh, the Matrix. That's in my sci-fi list instead of my action list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say that's in, that was an interesting choice. Yeah, sci-fi specifically for The Matrix is because it's, first of all, it is hella sci-fi. Mm-hmm. But the way that it made me think think about how other like it's not a normal sci-fi movie at all it's like almost film noir type like german expressionism type filmmaking except Mm -hmm. packaged in an action movie that just happens to be in a sci-fi universe (laughs) that's my favorite part about it nice that was Uh, a good explanation dude yeah yeah 
Star Wars Episode Four specifically for sci-fi and not any of the other categories is because it was one of the first movies where I'm like, oh shit, this is like real life, but but the future Mm -hmm. and it feels real, like it looks real and grounded, and it's a, a used future. And that aspect of sci-fi is really cool because everyone thinks, or most of the time when you talk sci-fi, it's like, oh, big, you know, shiny ships and aliens and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it was more than that, just that. Interstellar, kind of same way. Um, yeah. Terminator 2. Oh, shit. So. Judgment Day. So good. Holy crap. Oh, I love that movie so much. Like, it's just a good, heavy story that's mm-hmm. just wrapped, that just happens to be in a sci-fi package. And I just, my favorite genre is sci-fi too, so that kind of already stepped the bar up. But it was, I think, one of the first times where I saw, so Terminator 1 was cool. The T-900 was dope, but it was still animatronics and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Terminator 2 came out in T-1000 model, just liquefied metal. I'm like, yeah. what? When I was a kid, the <laughs> first time I saw that? So dude, the first time I saw that as a kid, I was like, what the <laughs> heck? These dude. visual effects, I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> so that was cool. crazy. I remember as a kid just being like, I want a Terminator. Like, I want, I want, want that. A like, yeah, I want my own Terminator. Like, my homie. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. No, <laughs> but you. I remember specifically, that was one of the first times where I... I thought specifically of a character being just like it's a cheat code up until then it seemed like when you're trying to make a sci-fi movie you were just making compromises to make it look like sci-fi that was the moment where i was like holy shit this is a straight up real looking sci-fi like i believe it Mm -hmm. yeah so awesome obviously it's dated now but you know at the time i was like holy shit that changed my perspective of what sci-fi was Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's my list. Cool. Right on. Uh, uh. All right, so my favorite sci-fi movies. <laughs> yes, uh, I would probably say this is in order, but if we'll we'll just say it's out of order since that's that seems to be the route that we're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, Interstellar, Sunshine, mm-hmm. Star Wars Episode Four. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> wow. Uh, but this is where it gets different. Mister Nobody. Okay. And Arrival. Dope. Arrival. Dope. Oh, I Dope. never Arrival. saw Arrival. Yeah. I wanted to see that. Arrival was good, did. guys. Arrival is hell. I have good. not seen either yeah. of those. Those last two. Dude, so. Arrival was like. Yeah, I haven't seen the last okay. two. So, yeah. quick question: the three movies that are the same compared to my list, why are they? Why are they my favorite on mine? Is it different from my reason? Um, for Sunshine, pretty much the same reason: the building of the movie and like how freaking ridiculously intense it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also really appreciated that there was no stupid characters. Yes. Mm-hmm. They were all yeah. smart. Absolutely. You may disagree yeah. with the character, but there's no dumb characters. Yeah. Nope. Even the coward mm-hmm. exactly. yeah. wasn't stupid. Wait, Everyone who? Was who, like who, justifiable. who? The sunshine. sunshine. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen Sunshine. Yeah, that, that's why. I know. It's, it's so intense. <laughs> he just, yeah. oh, Danny God, that just movie. watched this and was like, dude, I just watched Sunshine. <laughs> Shit. It was it was like one of the most stressful film experiences I have ever had. Yeah. Like the whole time I was like gripping the couch like Dude, n- Neutron Star? Yeah. Was your was it literally like a decimal point? Literally. Just like just clenching. Yeah, it was it okay. was something else. Like just the way the sun was, like the sun was terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could just get just, the sun is its own character. It, yeah. And he's and oh, the God. sun is a scary character. It, the the yeah. sun was OP. Sunshine was a horror yes. movie, bro. If I, had a, if I had a top horror movie list, God. Sunshine would be in my horror well, movie list. Yeah, like at the end, like that <laughs> last <laughs> 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 It gets 
scary. I'm all I'm yeah. saying. It just gets scary at the end. Just not making sure. It just, it just gets <laughs> Actually, scary at the end. I replace Interstellar with Aliens. <gasps> yes. Really? Yeah. Yes. Holy <laughs> shit. For, for sci-fi, though. For sci-fi, Yeah, for huh? sci-fi. Not for action. Okay. Aliens I liked it. Right, for whoa, sci-fi. Okay. Just because it completely destroyed the entire trope of sci-fi movies being macho men type action movies. Yes. And a strong Gosh. female lead could still do the macho. same way. Yes. Do the same thing. But it wasn't written in a way where, oh, I wrote a male character and just replaced it with a female lead. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? Because... There's certain things about that character in that lead position that made her a woman and oh, yeah. not mm-hmm. mom. It made yeah, her a mother. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's hard to do and play with those same themes if it was a male lead instead. Yeah. And that was damn. Yeah, yeah the, so that's why it wouldn't have worked the same way. Yeah. like given the one of the main characters. Mm-hmm. So this whole thing is spoiler free, right? Just so I'm aware. Fair, fair. Yeah. These, okay. Yeah. yeah. Even no matter how we're old just the movie talking because we're just talking I mean, about what how we feel about it, not okay. like if about the movie. Because Aliens is pretty old, so I don't know like what I'm allowed to spoil, what I'm not allowed. Yeah, I, mean, to I spoil. haven't seen it, so if you want to spoil it for me, but uh, if you want to spoil something, just say spoiler alert. We'll go on a okay. uh, on a movie by movie basis. Okay, that's fair. So Interstellar, because it. Oh man, oh. that was a spiritual experience. Yeah, yeah it, it was. changed yes, me it was. as oh, a yeah. human being, as a filmmaker, as everything. I look at the universe differently because yeah. of Interstellar, and totally. it's like all makes sense. It's almost like, oh yeah, obviously it's gonna look like that, and not mm-hmm. how I had it in my brain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that movie was like to me like Inception meets two thousand one: A Space Odyssey. Like it yeah. was so cool. Totally. I loved it, and I also loved that the love story was between a father and a and his daughter. Mm-hmm. It was, mm-hmm. I was, yeah. that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, dude, Interstellar, man. Yeah, dude. I watched it with this guy, and he was tripping. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't just tripping. I was a mess, guys. I was a mess, dude. I just, I did like. Indy was what, like six months old, something and like, like that. That that scene. Oh, where he's watching the video. I was like, Murph. I like, I like, sat back and looked at Noel. I was like, God damn you, <laughs> Murph. God, God damn you. <laughs> You Jessica, you call me Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain was such a badass oh, in that she's movie, so though. Mm-hmm. She yeah, was she like was. right from the beginning. I was like, I like her character. Like when she was yeah. a little girl, I was like, she's a badass. Yeah, I right. like her. Yeah, she's got a little, little yeah, fire. I liked yeah, her from the get go. Kissed by fire. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah also kissed by fire. <laughs> uh, Star Wars Episode Four because of the same things you said. It's, it feels like a lived-in, occupied universe. It doesn't feel like a brand new, fresh future. Even though technically it's in the past, actually. Um, and also because that was one of the first movies that I saw a like really w- what I thought was going to be a very important figure in Star Wars just die. <laughs> I was like, oh, so there he goes. I thought he was going to survive. <laughs> Goodbye. Before George, George R.R. Martin did it. <laughs> Your boy Lucas did it. Yep. And he go. did it like. Really, really early. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't be outdone. He couldn't be outdone. Um, Arrival, because like Interstellar, it also changed me as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoyed that. It was a very, very strong female-led. It was also an unconventional love story mm-hmm. at its core. Uh, the atmosphere, the way it oh. is the most unique alien invasion movie that's oh, ever yeah. been made. Dude, it is trippy as fuck. Yeah, I want to watch it. Oh, dude, man. 
Dude, oh my dude. god. Oh, you watched it? Prepared. <laughs> yeah. As Scar once said. Oh boy. He actually sang it, but be prepared. Be prepared. Yes. Dude. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Irons. Dude. Uh, Mr. Nobody, because that movie was absolute insanity. So for those who don't know what this movie's about, it's about this kid who is kind of like right in the middle of his parents getting a divorce. And he has to choose between whether he stays with his mom or he goes away with his dad who's leaving. And the movie is about this. It takes place in the future. And it's about the last mortal person alive. And he's telling his telling his story from that moment on, except he's exploring all different options. So the movie is kind of like, I never had to make the choice. These are all the lives that I lived. What? And and like wow. you're trying and like the whole movie you're trying to figure out like which one is the actual life that he lived that le- like it's a true So it's intercutting movie. between each other. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. It's that trippy. crazy. It's trippy as Jared hell. Leto movie, right? Yeah. How would how would you mm. set that up? How would you set that up? Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, dude. Wait, Just wait, watch wait. the movie. Just watch <laughs> the movie. <laughs> It's it's so crazy. It's one of the craziest concepts that I've ever seen. And it was done pretty well, and it made you ask questions. So that's why that's why I like that movie. Okay. And that's my top five side eye. Top five, top five, top five. I'll do mine next. Do it. So I left out a lot of really major franchises intentionally, like Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, stuff like that, because I wanted to kind of get an opportunity to talk about some like. Movies that I feel like maybe we don't get to talk about talk about very much on the mm-hmm. podcast. So just bear that in mind. Like Star Wars and Lord of the Rings have been like omitted from all my selections. Uh, so for top five sci-fi, I picked Alien, Terminator Two, The Fifth Element, District Nine, oh, and John element. Carpenter's The Thing. Oh, Dis- District Nine was like a very yeah. like honorable mention. I I couldn't yeah. quite make in that oh, top five. God, oh, The Fifth Element was my sixth. Yeah, I see what you did. It was very close. It was yeah, that, very close. Um, very very. So Choice. So why these movies? So I don't I don't know. Like with Alien, I felt like this one was I feel like Alien kind of teeters on the edge of being both like a horror and a sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm, so like sure. I, I see it more actually as a horror movie than a sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. But again, no, it's totally I loved that whole idea of the strong female protagonist, um mm-hmm. Sigourney Weaver just being like a badass the whole time. Yeah. Uh, so that movie was very inspirational to me when I was growing up. It was also a terrifying alien. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Also really yeah. impressive. Yeah. Like a very impressive dude, dude, Yeah, the dude, xenomorphs so are freaking dope. Yeah. I that like them. haunted cool. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That thing Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, Terminator 2 for a lot of the same reasons that I think Jeremy was talking about earlier mm-hmm. where it was just kind of like like uh, seeing that movie as a child like just really blew my mind in terms of like what could be done in movies uh, I don't know just a lot of badass action in that I feel like I can't really give these like in depth like filmmaker perspectives because <laughs> no, I'm not a totally filmmaker cool. so yeah. I apologize in advance I'm You're not fine. like as no. you know deep about it but uh, just in a, a movie I really enjoyed I loved Arnold Schwarzenegger's performance in it I uh, mm-hmm. thought it was a lot of fun uh, The Fifth Element like I can say the world in that movie is insane. Dude. Like the world oh. they, they create in that, yeah. like, oh my gosh, like Bruce Willis and Gary Oldman and what? Uh, Chris oh, Tucker. dude, Gary Oldman. Chris Tucker. Uh, who's yeah. the, 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 the female Oh, uh, I forgot her name. Um, Mila Jovovich. Me- Mila Jovovich, yeah. yeah. She's awesome too. So just loved all of them in it. And that whole, that movie is just so unique yeah. to me. Just so unique. Are you excited for Valerian? 
Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, man. it's another Fuck. one of those movies that just yeah. looks like so unique, same like director. nothing I've ever seen. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, same director. Isn't that? Yeah, same universe. Well, that's why I asked. Ooh. Oh, I don't know. okay. I just thought, okay. I, I thought somebody cool. said that's it was dope. same universe as Fifth Element. Same universe C. I don't Side. know about that. Fun fact, I've never seen The Fifth Element. Either oh, shit. You should. would love it. I think oh my Valerian God, is so good. considered to be like a spiritual successor to um, oh, okay. uh, Fifth Fair Element. Enough. But in a different world, essentially. I think so. Okay. I mean, I haven't seen the movie. It's not out. Yeah, and I, I don't we'll know. Like, it looks crazy. Yeah, I guess we'll see. It does. It, that, that's why I thought you were asking, because it's kind of like it gave me those yeah. same feelings that I felt when I yeah. saw The Fifth Element. Luke I was like, whoa, Besson? this is so different Luke than anything. Bison? 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 Um, he also did Leon the Professional. Dude, that movie's so sick. I love Leon so, the Professional. Spoiler so alert, sick. that's on one of my other lists. But, uh, <laughs> but and then, uh, so after oh. that, District 9. Uh, District 9 was one of those mm-hmm. movies where, like, uh, I was talking to Noel about this the other day. Like, some of my favorite movies are movies where the humans are the antagonists, just because I feel like it's we are. good. <laughs> yeah, we are. And it's good for, I think, like, filmmakers and just mass media in general to sort of, like, let people see that sometimes like see mm-hmm. that we are not these perfect godlike beings and there are other species and other beings that suffer from our actions and things like that totally. and regardless of all that too like just the effects like on the the prawns and everything like they were so realistic looking that just another great movie Folk. to help you like realize your humanity and just realize like hey it's not all about humans all the time yeah so i really like that one cool. and then John, specifically John Carpenter's The Thing with Kurt Russell. Uh, I oh absolutely I love, love, love that movie. Um, That's one like, of my dad's favorite movies of all time. It's so good. I, <laughs> it I just, is. Is it so really your dad's favorite scary. movie? Yeah. No, not, that yeah. was well, like my actual father, not my <laughs> stupid thing that I say. John, Car- <laughs> John Carpenter's like one of my favorite directors. So like yeah. he direct, like when I look back on like some, like some of my favorite movies, like he's directed like most of them. Like oh, I wow. just, yeah, I wow. love like his use of like practical effects and granted this is all like his old like 80s action movies like yeah. uh jake carps like they live in an american werewolf in london mm-hmm. and other ones that i'm probably gonna forget uh so escape from uh, yeah escape from new york yes yeah. yeah so just i don't know something about his movies like he always did such a good job of incorporating practical effects and telling these really interesting stories while still having like a message throughout all of his films totally. and the thing i thought was a really good example of yeah. that so yeah one of my so favorite actually... aspects of the f- or just real quick no, about you're the thing yeah. Is that you'd never see the thing. Yeah, you'd never you don't see, see it. The thing. Nope, you just see when it like infects other people. Yeah. And just what it does to people. And it wasn't people. until the end. Like, yeah. It is scary that, as fuck. Yes. And the craziest yes. thing. I love it though. It's so good. Uh, CG stuff. It was all no, printed. It was, yes, that's what makes it so great. Yes. Special effects right Dude, I re- Holy fuck. I rewatched that movie like probably like maybe a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah. Like for the first time after not seeing it maybe 10 years. And yeah. like the effects still hold up. Still hold Like everything. Yeah, still, like, scary, dude, yeah, they it's still that up. surgery scene. Holy yep. shit! Yeah, <laughs> like I get queasy at yeah. certain points still, and I'm just I don't like, okay, watch this. <laughs> it's really yeah. good. I usually don't it's get so uneasy. Good, I get uneasy nah. watching that movie. Yeah, it's good. so good. Nah, if you like South Park, you like this. <laughs> so you it's suck. So good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch South Park, yeah. so I didn't get. I didn't get the joke. So it might be my turn. So it's very hot in here, and the camera died because of how hot it is in here. I can't wait to show you guys the, the tour of our studio. We love uh, we love Vegas weather. <laughs> oh, it's so great. It's so uh, grand. So my top five favorite sci-fi movies are, and I'm just going to explain them as I go down the list. So Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Because this movie is awesome and mm. everything about it is awesome. The action is awesome. The narrative is awesome. The villain is awesome. 
everything, like, it's time travel done right, and everything about Terminator is awesome. I mean, dope. Yeah. Dude, really like, like Termin- yeah, I Terminator. I concur. Dude, I concur. <laughs> that was pretty much like my review. It was awesome. It, Terminator was late 80s or was you that concur? 90s? That was, oh, I, that was late I 80s, I, I think. Late 80s? Yeah. I yeah. think Terminator 2 is. 89? I concur. 89? I think 90? it was late ni- late 80s, I think, but I could be wrong. I'll double check. So, I feel like Terminator 2 Judgment Day is... Oh, 1991, even 1991? later. 1991? Okay. The year so, I was born. Either way, I feel like it's a culmination of all... Things great. No, all the uh, the experiences that were learned during the 80s creating action films, if that okay. makes sense. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. all the ideas that you could possibly obtain from the 80s regarding action films was integrated into... Terminator 2 for just pure awesomeness. Yeah, I mean, it is yeah. James Cameron. He knows yeah. what he's yeah. doing. It is James does. Cameron. He Dude, did and of job. all the things to like push the boundaries for in CG, a full-bodied reflective mirror character mm-hmm. is one of the hardest things to do. How? Even really? today, how? How? anything how? with highly reflective services is still hard to do today. Which is why it That's actually true. still looks decent. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't look amazing. It, does. it still looks dated, but it actually doesn't look... It doesn't look bad. You it could look like, worse. Wow. Yeah. Well, at the time, they didn't have motion capture. So, like, of course, the animation is a, a little off when he's walking, but that's you're animating by hand on, like, MS-DOS. Yeah, dude. Oh, <laughs> when, you see, when, oh, when you see Sarah Connor Windows at the end, 95. Sarah Connor. She's so cool. And she has she takes a shotgun at the end. She's like, shh, shh, boosh, shh, shh. And she's like, dude, dude that, she's that was the so first time I ever saw anything boss. like that. I was like, oh, this that is cool. Uh, that would actually be another thing I would say about that movie that I don't think any of us have said yet, but another movie with a strong female yeah. protagonist. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like that, yeah, Sarah Connor was yeah. fucking badass. Oh, my God. Sarah Connor she was, was so cool. So badass. She was very inspirational. Uh, the next one is Interstellar. Uh, I mean, just kind of like what Noel says, that film was... So visually interesting and that like I mean like the audio too, dude. Just everything oh about it. God. Oh yeah, the sound was crazy. Just like, dude, the, there are shots <laughs> in yeah. that movie where you're just like, oh, what? I'm nothing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I, nothing. I love when it would like show the scenes like in the ships and then it pans like outside the ship and you're inside the ship, outside the ship. And it's like what the what fuck? they're doing means nothing. <laughs> you're so small. So small. Yeah, so small, dude. When me and Nolan, uh, hashtag a friend Dakota, <laughs> saw the first showing, the premiere in 70 millimeter print IMAX. My so, God. Jealous. so jealous. So jealous. That must have been amazing. The shot of Saturn. We're all sitting in our seats. Even the entire audience. You could hear the audience just go, whoa. <laughs> Saturn. And then you see the ship, the Endurance, just flown by across the screen. Mind you, this is a, like a, what, a 70 foot screen? So you see the ship clearly and That's not even large that on the big. frame, <laughs> but like it, like the you're what you're in space. Yeah, <laughs> it was amazing. Like I look at black holes and wormholes differently now, oh, and that, it's like, oh, yeah, it makes sense when you when you show a visual. But like we, we we've grown up looking at the illustration of a black hole as a funnel, yeah. when of course it would be. The, it would yeah, be spherical. The, the it would be things folding over. Yeah, and cutting through. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was that that explanation of how a black hole works. Like, have you seen it? You yeah, seen it's it? fantastic, yeah. dude. And like the <laughs> what was it? Okay, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember, but it was was it a sun that was being absorbed by a black hole, and that's what that yellow spiraling light was around the black hole. So when a what was that? So you when, when a star collapses, the gas. 
spirals. Oh, so, so it was a it was a it was dying fun. star. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that was crazy. Yeah. Uh, the part it was wh- a super massive black hole. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert for Interstellar, just a little bit. But the moment where they were on the planet and they were just there a little too long. Oh, yeah. And then all, all of a sudden. All the time went by. All the time oh, went by. God. And you're just like, oh my oh, God. No. Like, this is, this this is horrible. <laughs> this is such a tragedy what just, just happened right now. A little too long. The, like, the dude, part, oh, yeah. like, I, I'm not like this is potentially a little spoilerish, but like the part where he finds out the reason why he got sent out there was never to be the reason in the first place yeah. and that he yeah. literally just left everyone behind to die. Damn. Like that shook me. Yeah, like yeah. that whole part. I was shook. I was shook. So uh, I got to say that the second most stressful film I've ever seen in my life was District 9, and that is on my list. Nice. Dope. I told you guys, I, I, I'm pretty sure I've said this on the air before, but in case I haven't, uh, my opinion of District 9 was I saw the trailers, and I didn't really know what to expect, and I don't think Vickis was ever really like showcased in the trailer, at least not in the trailers that I watched. So when I watched District 9, I didn't know Vickis was the main character, and especially <laughs> because he comes out and he's just like this really like dorky yeah, dude. and he's a dweeb. Super <laughs> he's strong. He's got this super strong accent, yeah. very high voice, mustache, just very nerdy looking. You're like, this isn't the main character, right? This is not a traditional <laughs> Hollywood main character. And he's so gonna I die, was, right? Yeah. So the whole time I was like, all right, so he's probably gonna die like at some point at this point, and then we're gonna kind of we're gonna be introduced to the main character. And so I thought he was gonna die for the first full half of the movie <laughs> at least half of the movie that if, is so if weird. not more that's I thought he was gonna die that's such a weird way to view the movie and I was like, just like when even... is he gonna die and finally I was like oh no he's not gonna die this is the main character yeah, he ain't going character. nowhere yeah. and I was then eventually I went from like he's gonna die when's he gonna die when is he going to die yeah. to oh my god please don't die please don't let this guy die I want him to he's live so no, he's close. earned it yeah. he deserves it let him live he's yeah. so close yeah. so close to the end Always constantly almost dying. Yeah. But wait, he's not going to die. He's the main character. Yeah. Wait, or is it one of those movies where the main character dies? Or does it? I yeah. don't know. It keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> don't know what I'm saying. This is, that is a prime example of excellent marketing. Oh, yeah, dude. dude. Congrats to District 9 and Neil Blomkamp because that shit was sick. Yes. So sick. I was so stoked at the end of that movie. And I, I was with some people who were like, oh, I fucking hated that. And I was just like, you're stupid because that movie was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was what? brilliant. If you didn't like the movie, that's fine. I was just like, it was. Mm, God. That movie was like uh, that movie. I think came out around the time my mm-hmm. birthday was, mm-hmm. and I remember like my dad was like, "What do you want to do for your birthday? What do, what do you want to do for your birthday?" I was like, "I want to see District 9. That's what I want to do for my birthday, and that's what we did for my birthday. Right. We saw District nice. Nine. That and movie it was is great. disciplined filmmaking. Yeah, oh, yeah. so good, dude. Did it's you guys so see the preview, like the pictures that Neil Blomkamp posted on his Instagram about the new movie he's doing? Mm. <laughs> the oh, is it Aliens, a short film or is it no short? Yeah, my bad. Short film, a new short film he's doing. And the aliens look fucking crazy. Dude, his, yeah, just his art vision, vision. Yeah, why is so vision. unique. Tell me why this man did not do Alien Covenant. That's what I'm saying. Tell me why this man didn't do the Halo movie that never happened. That's that yeah. should have happened. That's what I'm saying, boo. Dude, somebody get, please, for the love of God. All right, Elysium was okay. I didn't love it, but Elysium I didn't hate it. Elysium was cool. Dude. It was cool. Elysium I liked was, Elysium. It was cool. Elysium was I didn't cool. love it. I didn't hate it. It was cool. That, that was a cool world. Yeah, it was cool. That. That was cool. I like that. Yeah. But give the guy, give the guy Halo, please. Yeah, 
please. I would like to. I would like him to have Halo, please. The fight scenes in that movie were really cool too. Yes. So, what if he did Mass Effect? Oh my God! Don't play with my heart, Jeremy. Do not play with my feelings like that. Right now, you shut your mouth. I am triggered. Okay. All right. Got what it. if, what if shut guys, your mouth and you're talking to me, guys? Okay. What if he did Alvin and the Chipmunks? Oh god, no, dude, it would be it would no, be horrifying. Boy, boy don't even <laughs> fuck with don't me right know. now. Okay. All right, so that leads me to uh, the most stressful film of all time. Thank you, Noel. <laughs> Sunshine. Yep. Yep. Yeah. There yes. It is. Uh, there's yeah. no way in hell that could not be on my top five yeah. favorite sci-fi films. Do I ever want to watch it again? That was the one movie <laughs> that I was like, I never want to watch this movie ever again. But damn it, was that cool. Yeah. I feel bad. That, that was definitely an honorable mention for me, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it definitely was. It was an experience. Like that. That's the thing about Sunshine yeah. is it was such an experience in filmmaking mm-hmm. and it was something I've never experienced but I like yeah. if you guys haven't seen Sunshine and you want to be super stressed out like <laughs> like you live a really comfortable life and you're just like yeah I'd like to stress the fuck out right now <laughs> in a the, safe environment where nothing can actually hurt me yeah if, you, if you're just like yeah I'd like to see what this feels like watch Sunshine get invested turn the lights off get really into it put up uh Make some popcorn you're probably not going to eat and uh, <laughs> snuggle up with, uh, with a significant other that you're probably going to be squeezing so tightly that you'll cut off circulation because that movie is tense. Yep. Tense. Yes. Tense. Hey, Tony, you have you seen talk- it? You guys were talking about it for like days after yeah. watching the movie. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. an experience, yeah. man. Like I was like, I went to bed like sweating. That night. I, was <laughs> I was like sweating. Papa Monty, I'm sweating. <laughs> what? Me and, yeah, uh, so... Me and Andrew were like on our uh, on like our date night for our uh, year anniversary, and uh, and we were literally talking about Sunshine on the car ride home. <laughs> yeah, That's awesome. And we were just dope, like dope, yep. dope, dope. talking about our ideas of like how everything yeah. kind of happened yeah. and stuff like that, and just theorizing. Tony, yeah. you need to watch Sunshine. No, dude. Better pucker up, boy. Yeah, pucker oh, up, dude. God, it's gonna yeah. it's gonna be real painful. It's so, uh, whew, it's a doozy. Pucker up. It's My. A Know how we do it in the sixth? Yes, in the sixth. Which reminds me of my fifth favorite sci-fi <laughs> oh, film, <God>. which is <laughs> all right, Star Wars, huh. Rogue One, Rogue The one. Force oh, Awakens, yeah, yeah. Rogue it's, One, yeah, Rogue One. Like, all right, so I know you, girl. So here's the thing about Rogue One. And here's my opinion. We were I was just talking to Carissa about it because she was mm-hmm. like, no. She was like, episode yeah. five is the best Star Wars. Yeah. Inequivocally, it is the best. Yeah, she's like, right? yeah, no. The best. Uh, <laughs> but here's my opinion on that. Story-wise, Empire Strikes Back is excellent. But mm-hmm. it builds upon the story that was showcased in episode four. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, but... I think episode five suffers from a little bit uh, just being a little dated. Mm -hmm. Visually, it's not as stunning as it was when I was seven, when the first time I watched it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Still, dialogue. Yeah, still amazing and still what I would probably consider the best made Star Wars film. Uh... Mm -hmm. One could argue. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying one could argue. No, you could argue that, Um, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, you could argue it. But the reason why Rogue One is my favorite is it's self-contained, mm-hmm. takes place in its own 
its own self-contained world with self-contained yeah. characters that has uh, glimpses of the larger world. We see worlds that we've never seen before, and the modern CGI gives me the Star Wars experience that I thought I was having as a seven-year-old. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's like- what I thought I was looking at when I was seven. Nice. It was like the perfect Star Wars like one-off, mm-hmm. really. Like it was that's what it was. To me, Rogue One was the Star Wars movie I've been waiting for since a, since I was a kid watching yeah. episode yep. 4 and 5 and 6. Yeah. Yep. I really and had to think about it too cuz I was like Force Awakens, yeah. Empire or or I definitely uh, Rogue think One. 5 was the most solidly told mm-hmm. yeah. Star Wars story. If I were to put one any of the Star Wars movies on my list, it would have been Empire. Mm-hmm. But definitely. I'd say Rogue One was the definitely the one that I've been waiting for personally. Just the mm-hmm. look and the most feel. Complete. It was just, dude, it was yeah. so epic. God, it was dude, so Dude, and that's the cinematography for me. Fuck! <laughs> Anytime yeah. you see the Death Star, mm-hmm. holy shit, that yeah, thing dude. is scary. Yeah, dude. And every... Literally mm-hmm. every frame is a painting. The Death Star mm-hmm. was was a a character mm-hmm. in that film, yep. and that's what that was one of the aspects that I loved about yes. it. Because in the original trilogy, that was like the Death Star, the Death Star, the Death Star, mm-hmm. and then you saw it in Rogue One, and they captured it. Yeah, I was like, man, I mean, and if you haven't seen Rogue One, dude, the cameos, bro. Also, uh, I the, yeah, but just the way the Death Star operated like yeah. you see the death star blow up a planet from the surface of the planet we see it happening we're like yeah, oh true. oh shit what I'm is like, happening uh, right now there were parts shit. where i was like is the planet blowing up or is this just causing massive damage and then no it's like oh no, no, no oh no, no that's the, a, the planet oh, is dying God. <laughs> <laughs> also the fact that every planet was super unique yep. mm-hmm. we got yeah. a lot of retreading the same water yeah. in in episode seven, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, desert planet, snow planet, you know, uh, like, yeah, this planet, that planet, woods planet. Yeah, it's just like we've seen these these planets mm-hmm. before, but like we got to uh, in Rogue One, we see the, the uh, Jedi planet, the Jedi that? planet. Yeah. We see the freaking. Ah, uh, oh my God! There's so many different. Was yeah. that like that whole, like tropical planet with like a shit ton of water everywhere? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Scarif? Yeah. Scarif is crazy. Yeah, it's, a, like, it's a it's a it's a beach planet. Yeah. Which I heard episode seven or uh, eight. Last Jedi eight Nine. is gonna have some crazy locations. Yes, Ooh. cool. Some Dope. really unique ones. I like locations it. But, tight. Hey, like yo, it. hey, how's it going, Tony? Locations over are there. Tight. Um. Real quick, I think I'm. I love Rogue One so much. It's because I'd like to think that if I ever made a Star Wars movie, that's the kind of movie that I would make. I agree. Nice. Yeah, and I like. I'm drawing influences, and that's like the way that Rogue One looks. I aspire to have my stuff kind of look like that, or like impact that yeah. way. Nice. Visually, I think I'm on the same level. I think the story, personally, I I, I like. I personally like uh, tales of, uh, I don't know, like a story of a character a- uh, achieving something, mm-hmm. like like me too, able to accomplish um, uh, like their goal. Mm-hmm. So like something like Rogue One is is I- I'll do stuff like that, but really only to throw people off. <laughs> Just be like, but that's not the story I like to tell. <laughs> that's definitely the kind of story I like to tell. Yeah, the sacrificial misfit story. Mm-hmm. Kind of, we're not necessarily supposed to do this, but we're going to do it because it's for yeah. the better of 
humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Like you learn yourself. Okay, yeah, maybe that's, I'm that's, like the world or universe. Eh, that's the galaxy so true. Yeah, that's, is bigger than just me. And yeah, I think one, kill one, save a thousand or whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, not, I the mean, needs well, not, of the many the outweigh private, the needs it's the saving of the private Ryan theist. It's like that whole like. It doesn't matter if I die as long as he or she lives, right? It's mm. and man, it's heavy, heavy dog, heavy dog, heavy. heavy. Uh, You're just like something wrong with the gravitational pull of the Earth in the future. What is this? Why do you keep saying that? Yeah, what, what is that? Heavy. <laughs> All Why right, is everything so heavy where you come from. Uh, clearly, we're not going to have time to list off all of our top fives. Top did not realize top that top this top would top take top as top long yeah, as it this, did. This we went almost, on a lot longer. <laughs> we almost did top tens. Yeah. So, Tony, why don't you wrap us up on, uh, oh, yeah, on your sure, top fives? Yeah, let's, let's do's it and the who's it. Um, so, <laughs> my top five, uh, and not in any particular um, of sci-fi, 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 top five. Sci-fi, top five. Not in any particular order. Prometheus. Okay. I think mostly because of how big of a Ridley Scott fan. And it was kind of like, um, I Jack was a Ridley Scott. I was a Ridley Scott <laughs> right when Prometheus was being like built up. So like that's when I started to really think about like which director did this movie that I'm watching right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's when I started to do that. And the more I would search for movies, I was like, man, I I really like Ridley Scott movies that I didn't even notice that I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when like that first Prometheus trailer came out. And it was like, yeah. Oh my god! Dude, the first time I saw that, it was in theaters, and I didn't know that Prometheus was happening. Yeah, they kept that a pretty good secret for quite a while, and so I didn't realize what we was watching in theaters at the moment. I was like, "This is eerily familiar." Oh, and like the little lines start showing up. I was like, "Oh, my scene was like, wait, is this alien?" What is happening? Yeah, yep. what yeah, am I watching yeah, right dude. now? I remember it's like when you see when you saw um an, another uh, honorable mention was Gravity. Mm-hmm. Another that's like another sci-fi honorable mention. Like when I saw that trailer, the good dude they came out like really close together, right? Yeah. So like Probably you get through together, Prometheus, yeah. there's no more of those trailers, and then the Gravity trailer comes out, and you're just like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> what? Did I just? I'm not seeing that movie. Dude, I'm not seeing that movie. I'm seeing that Hell movie. Hell no. Would you say? Yeah. Have you seen Gravity then? But you haven't seen Sunshine. I have not seen. Sunshine. Okay, I want to know which is more stressful, Gravity or Sunshine? Gravity, I haven't uh, seen Gravity. Gravity was a lot Sunshine, because it never so. the the stress never stops. Like there, it's like neither a. Neither does Gravity. I, no, I neither mean, neither does. Sunshine. No, no, actually, oh, I haven't seen Sunshine, so I have no idea. I think sunshine is more tense. I think oh, sunshine. God, I can actually watch watch gravity then. Yeah, not have gravity. like an aneurysm. <laughs> Only because watching gravity and watching the way it's set up and just the, that style of movie, you already can kind of get the feel. Okay, she's probably gonna live. So hmm. you kind of go know, into. I don't know, man. There was. It, yeah, there were some really stressful there moments was some in moments there. And you're just like. She's not getting through this. There's but no way. To me, this sucks. But at least to me, Gravity had a distinctive style and the laws of the universe in that movie okay. is already laid out plainly for you. Like this is It's not the unknown. There's yeah, it's no, not there's the no unknown. unknown factor. Exactly. That's it's not the it. unknown and it's set in like real life earth and space, you know? Yeah, it's totally. not like crazy sci-fi, sci-fi like Star Wars style or Sunshine level where Sunshine you're like, "Okay, they're going on a mission to the moon or to the sun." That no one's doing that right now. So that's clearly like futuristic <laughs> yeah, sci-fi type thing. <laughs> that's really so hot. there's definitely a level of unknown there because the laws of the universe in that 
movie is different from our real mm-hmm. life. The laws of the universe and physics and gravity is pretty set to straight, our... Yeah, it's pretty yeah, straightforward. It's yeah. pretty straightforward. So you kind of... But then, it, like then you, again, it's straightforward, but then you're like, oh, God, it's so straightforward. <laughs> oh, God. It's, so, it's too uh, straightforward. It's too much. I, that, you're not going to survive yeah. from that right yeah. now, what just happened. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, wait a minute, so, oh... Oh no! Yeah, so I want to comment on Prometheus really quick. Um, I know Danny hasn't seen it, so I won't spoil anything. But the reason why I, I honorable mention for me as well, but it's not on my list. But the reason why I love that movie so much is because of it, the origins at the very beginning of the movie. Oh, You're just yeah. like, oh that was shit, really cool. yeah, dude. Damn that- the the engineers as they call them. Danny, yeah, you have no idea what this means. But the engineers, mm. man. And that's another like that's another detail of that entire universe that no one understood. Mm-hmm. That I, that's why a lot of people are like, "Oh, I hated Prometheus. I hated this. I hated that." And I was just like, "But can't you just see the like positivity in it?" <laughs> <laughs> but can you but like? Can't not you be just like try to see like what he's trying to do, please? Wow. And, like, and that's that's how that's how I felt. Like I am such a fan of that series mm. that I was able to suspend my disbelief enough to not be too critical of it and mm-hmm. to just throw myself into the movie. That's one of the reasons why Prometheus is on my list. Cool. It completely changed how I saw sci-fi thriller. Mm-hmm. Like, buddy. Yes, whatever the hell that was. Um, Tron Legacy. Oh. Ooh. Oh, I, I still haven't seen Ooh. that. Oh my god. Holy oh. shit. Uh. Yeah? And dude, yeah, why? Jeff Bridges, <laughs> yeah, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, boy. I feel like Tron Legacy, to me at least, is what I wish Tron was, seeing it as a kid. Yeah, and that's why I that was like... wasn't born in that era. <laughs> I was blown away. Oh, my God. And it's Daft Punk, dude. Yes. yes. And Hans. Yes. Your boy Hans, bro. I, Yo. I, I killing it. Dude, Sorry. I have never seen the movie, but I have listened to that soundtrack like yeah. on loop countless times like i know every song on that score but i've never seen the movie and, like, so when i see that movie i'm gonna fun. know every song there's yeah. a character in tron, <laughs> yeah there's a character in tron legacy that draws a lot of influence from david bowie really yeah, oh, yeah. so i'm love. gonna love them oh yeah. yes so like that the, whole yeah. that, it was that movie is an experience that movie oh, is an experience and like you see rensler like right in the beginning you're like mm-hmm. oh, dude, oh, oh i want to see it so bad but, bro dude the costume and the production design and the visual effects Holy shit, dude! Yeah, dude. It's cool. and, and that was Killian so Murphy. dope. Killian Murphy, too. hella makes a cameo yeah. in that movie. Well, he was Killian. technically Killian, yeah. Killian, Killian Murphy, Killian. Not Cillian. Cillian. It's not Killian, Killian. That's not a name. Cillian's not a name. Hey, Cillian's a name. Can be a name, bro. Sidewalk is he Sicilian? Dude, you let, shut up. There's <laughs> someone on the internet who posted that their name is Ladasha. Hey, dude. Hey, that's cool for them. Cillian's not a name. <laughs> could be a name. I don't, I like if your name is Cillian, I feel like. I can totally, totally be wrong. Hashtag I am Cillian. <laughs> Hashtag I am Cillian. If your name is Hashtag not, if your name isn't actually Cillian. Hashtag we'll just we do it anyway. Are <laughs> we we are anyway. all Cillian. Are or Cillian. hashtag someone is Cillian. We are Have Cillian. Hashtag I Have hate fun. Danny. Make sure, uh, <laughs> make sure it's only directed at Walk on Tony <laughs> on Twitter, please. Yes. Tag him in, in pictures of people named Cillian. God damn it, will you just let me finish my top five, top five, top five. Top on five, Instagram. Five. Please continue. Okay, thank you. So Tron Legacy, just in general, there's a few times where it is almost a perfect mix of what film should be. It has every single detail that you should see in film. Production, post, composition, everything, the setup, 
the cinematography, the acting, all of it mm-hmm. at once. You're just like, dude, yes. Where have you been my entire life? I love it so much. And nice, dude. Um, the next one would have to be, uh, what happened to it? Where'd it go? Real quick, fun fact about Tron Legacy. I watched the behind the scenes for it, and that's how I learned how to do spectral noise reduction. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Just because they, they don't know what that is. <laughs> Spectral so, noise. Re- there was a scene in Tron Legacy in the uh, the white room mm-hmm. where there was a clock on the wall, and throughout the entire dialogue track, you can hear the clock ticking. And so they had to do some spectral noise reduction, which means they open up the the waveform of the audio, and you can pinpoint where it looks like one of those uh, sonar radar graphs, where it's just a bunch of colors, and the brighter the parts are at the bottom, the um, is where the loudest sounds are. So you can kind of see where each of the clock ticking is, and you just highlight just that little square oh and just God. delete it, and then fill it in with the rest of the ambient audio. Oh, oh man. My. That is so tedious. <laughs> it is hella tedious, but that's how I was able to do a lot of noise reduction and click removal in a lot of our videos. Damn. That's dope, dude. Thank you for that. That was awesome. So you're welcome. The other one. Okay. The other one was uh, The Matrix. Nice. Yeah, The Matrix. Yeah. Mm. Holy shit. That first sequence. So why do you like that movie specifically more as a sci-fi than an action movie? What about the sci-fi aspect do you love I think so I kind of have to go off what Jeremy was saying. that I, I remember being a kid and not knowing what to categorize it as. And I was mm-hmm. like, am I, you know, like my family, you know, like, oh, yeah, that's a sci-fi. It's like, no, it's not. Yeah, it is how and they're like well because it's like you know like the earth isn't the same anymore and it's like that's post-apocalyptic so it's not sci-fi and they're like well it's based off of electronics i was like yeah it could be like an expression of how a movie can put be put into a genre right but that's not sci-fi so i think the the sci-fi aspect of it was the fact that they were um i don't even i don't even really know how it could be. Doesn't anything that takes place in the future categorize as a categorize as sci-fi? Yeah, it's totally. right. Yeah, it but does. I feel like it was hard for me to figure that out, and that mm-hmm. was what the cool yeah. thing was: is that it was it was a perfect mix between getting thrown into the Matrix and seeing future. And then that's why I feel like a lot of people didn't like Reloaded or Revolution was because we saw so much of that other world, at least in mm-hmm. my opinion. I think it was more about, it was just too much about the action yeah. in those movies well, and I not mean, enough yeah. about like that storytelling. Yeah, and, that, yeah. and that's where like... Because The Matrix is a an excellent example of the discipline in storytelling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, oh restraint. my God. Complimented by action. Yes. Don't they use, don't they use <laughs> Matrix like the first scene as one of the best like written script oh, they, scenes? Yeah, like that intro scene is one of the best introductions to ever, yep. ever be uh, filmed. Mm-hmm. Ever, I remember ever. Ever, ever. I think. Ever, I mean, ever. Ever. it's literally ever. one of the greatest ever. things that the humanity of worlds <laughs> is. Got today. it. So we, with together, I hope that's not me. If it is me, just <laughs> just in it. <laughs> also, sci-fi because of the name, the Matrix. Yeah, of course, yeah. yes. And it was in hard the for Matrix. Me. I remember it was super hard for me. I was like, "What do you? What do you categorize this as? Like, I don't. I've never. I've never seen anything." I think I think the heat is making Danny delusional. <laughs> I think it it's making me delusional. <laughs> me too, I actually. I can't see. Dude, there's punctual. The, there was the part Danny, I'm over here. 
Oh, sorry, Tony. I can't see either. That was good. So, dude, there's this part, the part in The Matrix when Keanu is in that pod. Keanu. Keanu. And he, like, breaks out oh, of that yeah. thing. Like, yeah. Dude, I remember being seriously fucking terrified yeah, when that it happened. Scene. Like, yeah. Like, like dude, I that turned, looks so real. I turned yeah. off the movie and I didn't finish it for several months because I was like, this is fucking scary. I don't want to watch dude. this. I was, <laughs> I was nine years old, bro. Wow. I was like, I'm not dude, trying to watch this. I had the same experience, but like when, when like the bug came out. Yeah. Oh like, my God. Stomach, like I was a little kid and my dad was trying to show me that movie and that scene, I was like, I can't watch this and I just like left. It dude, was so real. Like I was too little. And Taking just, like, the damn mouth. Like oh. all, there were so many aspects of that movie. I'm just like, this is fucking scary. This is terrible. <laughs> them taking the thing and then just oh plugging God. plugging it with the like uh, the sharp yeah pointy yeah, end just uh, shoving it in the back of their neck I to, come with to plug him in and you're just like <laughs> and they're like then that's what plugged him in i was like ah <laughs> Yeah. I did not like that. I am nine years old. Why did my parents let me watch this? Oh it's God. rated R. I was even yeah. younger. I think I was probably like six or seven. Like yep. I was way too little. That shit fucked me the up. Cell? You ever seen that movie with Jennifer oh, Lopez? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was like Lopez. that. It was like the same thing. It's like, oh no, what's oh, going on? Should happen? Oh. Yeah. So, um, cool. Also, the black guy was the smart tech dude in yeah. Matrix. Hell yeah, dude. That's fucking cool. That's hella dope. Hell yeah. Your boy, uh, yeah. I forgot his name. He's great though. Steve, your boy. Sure. Your boy. Wait, wasn't he the guy? Was he the guy who was in Lost? Yes. No, that was he, that's no. that's the operator that was in the second and third Matrix. The oh. first Matrix was a different actor. Okay. Got it. So, other one, Star Wars Rogue One. We Yay. already we already talked about why I love that. It's yep. got all the great aspects of dark filmmaking and in a Star Wars universe. Your Hell boy. Yeah. Yes. That space battle and was the best. Yeah, dude, it was. And then you saw Darth Vader at the end, so. Yo, oh, God. God. That, that scene alone the made Vade the movie God. worth it. Oh, Vade, man. Vade God. Yeah. Hashtag Vade God. Hashtag Vade God. Vape. Nah. Nash. Like, what the vape? fuck? Vade. We're just saying things now. She just threw up a gang sign. <laughs> it's, it's an H3H3 joke. I don't know. <laughs> vape. Nash. <laughs> vape Nash, bro. Oh, and he's doing the I. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, yeah, he's like, goes around, thing, he's like, vape yeah. Nash. Yeah, Ethan Klein, you're a funny dude. Vaping clouds, bro. Sorry. Um, <laughs> on cloud nine. Other one's Interstellar. Interstellar was a lot for me. That Clear, was a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot. That was, it was almost too much. Like, Dude, I, it's almost too much. I remember watching with Tony, and there was, he was, he's, we're audible movie watchers we react very audibly we're not ashamed to do that yeah. <laughs> and when when tony was watching he was like oh fuck <laughs> like like dude, when the when the when the when the wormhole was happening he's like what the fuck am i watching <laughs> so mad dude i was like dude i fucking hate this dude oh it's so tense and it just rumbles all around you and then, yeah then he, then he finally when he's talking i was like no, 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 no. <laughs> it's like when you see, when you watch Elf and he's like, fruit spray? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that in part, I was like, I, that, I was Will Ferrell at that moment. I was like, <laughs> I, was, I didn't I like it. it. I, I didn't like it. it. I didn't like it. There's a lot of that scene that you guys talked about when being on the planet for too long. I, I When he came back and he was like, and you saw his friend and that the one line that he says, he's like, I thought you were dead. And yeah. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? 
What are we talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? What happened? What the fuck happened? You went somewhere else. We were here. <laughs> How did that change? I was like, wait a minute. Oh, shit. Yeah. Time is relative. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. And then obviously the honorable mention was gravity. Gravity. <laughs> oh, dude. I want to see that one. There was a few times where like, you know, we're like, you guys are out in the theater, right? And, and yeah. you all have that proverbial sigh of relief. Yeah. Dude, I counted six times. As a theater, watching Gravity. I counted one, and that was when it ended. <laughs> Dude, Six times. How, just, how did you guys react to that moment where she was just floating? And she missed the hook. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, dude. Yeah, like the, uh, everyone. I was looking around to the people who were watching. They were like, "Whoa!" <laughs> it was at the, I saw it at the Galaxy Theaters. Uh, those theaters that had the reclining chairs. So naturally, everyone was reclined. Everyone was sitting back in their seat, just gripping everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had to like cautiously think about, "Oh, I gotta relax." Whew. Fix myself. <laughs> that, that was Relax like myself. That was like uh, when we all watched Sunshine, that scene where he's trying to get from the payload to the little yeah. ship thing. Like we were all just like, <laughs> that like was white that. knuckles. Yeah. Oh God, clench everything. <laughs> that was that movie where come on. I had to keep reminding myself that so just this isn't happening to you, yeah. dude. It was hard. Like, calm down. You're watching it happen to other people. Yeah. You're okay. Well, Relax. You like said something during that scene. Like you like. Broke like for the first yeah, time. Yeah, no, that's what he's what, like. What did he like, do? He he just like yeah. moved. Just <laughs> like. Yeah, Danny was like. Whoa. I was sitting in front of the TV as like they were all on the couch, and I just, I just went. <laughs> Danny was just like, <laughs> just like upset at the scene, just like, just like come on. I was, I was at that point. I had had enough. I was just like enough. I was so please stressed. just let them fail yeah. or succeed. <laughs> One of the two, you just were, please you God, were so let it done. Be over. You were done at that so point. Done. That's funny. I just yeah. didn't want to see any more just stress. Relax your legs. Relax your legs, because you know you're like tensing everything up. Uh, yeah. Oh man, dude, that that part. There is so many times in Gravity. That's where I did. I was just like, there was one moment. Like I, I think I saw it with Jesse, with my little cousin, Eisenberg. Yeah, Jesse Eisenberg. And um, it's crazy. No. I I I stopped. I broke like out of what was happening to me on screen. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like I just looked over. And I was like, dude, no, <laughs> was, what? Like, like movies like that. That. Just, that was like, how much longer, how much longer? Of this? <laughs> like, like, okay, we're in like an hour and a half. Fuck, oh, it's only like five minutes. I feel like movies like that constitute is like self-harm. It's like, it's just yeah. like, why, do, why am I doing this to myself? I don't know. Oh, dude, why? Peer pressure. I can attest to Tony's reaction because we watched Gone Girl together and just the, the opening monologue, the dialogue with, uh, what's her name, lying on yeah. Ben Affleck's uh, chest. Yeah. Just that opening dialogue, Tony was always like, what? Yeah, dude, I just like looked up, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I just, think I did that. I just like because he was in my left. I just looked over. What? <laughs> what? What there is was... this? What's this dialogue we're talking? Like what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's when I think about my wife, I think about her head. And you're just like, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's what. Oh, that's sweet. And it's. I haven't seen this. So I mean, I, it's, oh, what's no, 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 Tony, stop. Yeah. Okay. stop. Stop. I don't know. I'm sorry. I haven't you seen Gone Girl. See. I yes. know. I heard I would really like it. I haven't seen it yet. Like the setup of. Oh my god. Yes. So that's your top five. Top five, top five, top five, top five, top five. Okay. 
Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We wanted to answer fan questions and we wanted to do talk about all the other stuff too. But uh, we are pretty about far to, in, yeah. And we're and, also uh, about to die from heat exhaustion. Yeah, it's a it's been it's about great. an hour and twenty minutes. It's about one hundred and twenty degrees in the place we're shooting this right now, and we're gonna close out. So if you guys want to support us and help us record in a place that's not one hundred twenty degrees, support <laughs> us on Patreon. Goes a long way. And uh, check out our t-shirts. Available on teespring.com slash ismahawk. If you donate to Patreon, you can see uh, you can get an awesome merch code and use that for those shirts and other stuff. Uh, <laughs> also, we dropped a bunch of dope stuff on Patreon this month. We have a newsletter going over what we're working on uh, sort of exclusively for our uh, hardcore audience who wants to donate for that. Um, and uh, yeah, actually, before we close out, I wanted to... Uh, I, I should have done this earlier, and I'm sorry. Uh, it was very hot. But uh, everybody who has supported us on the $20 tier will now be listed on the screen as we're closing out the show. So right down there, you're going to see everybody's name who donated and the to Thank the you. $20 and above tier. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. Thank you every single one of our patrons for supporting us. We actually hung out with the CEO of Patreon at VidCon, and he is like the nicest dude. That's dude. Dope. Super nice. Yeah. Hey, Soups. Nice people are tight. Yeah. yeah. We nice people are like my nice favorite kind of people. And super genuine. Yeah. That's cool. We yes. showed him Joker versus Joker, and he was flipping out <laughs> as he was watching it. It was the coolest thing. I was just like, hey, man, this is like, this is what we do. <laughs> this is what we do. And it's and it's because of your platform. Aww. And he was like, it seemed like he was really happy to hear that. that That's awesome. He dude. had, like, his platform had allowed uh, or uh, contributed to us being able to do that and the amazing people who support us on that platform. So thank you guys. We have a ton of awesome stuff uh, and we're also going to be uh, adding even more awesome stuff next month. So definitely check out our Patreon. Support us on there. It goes a long way and we really appreciate you guys, every single one of you. So thank you guys so much. <sighs> on that note, uh, let's all go take ice cold showers. Showies. On Together. That note, for showies. <laughs> we love you. Hearts. Catch you on the flippity flop. Catch you on the flip.